This is Shikamaru Nara. You're listening to the Shonen Tapes. Oh, you're not subscribed yet? What a drag. They ask me if I'm a cowboy. I tell them I'm a bounty hunter that sees the past in one eye and the present in the other. I know what I want. I want to figure out if I'm really alive or if this world's what I escaped. This is the Cowboy Bebop improvement tape. <laughs> Boo. <laughs> Oh man, look, that was beautiful, dog. That was beautiful. That if deserves... by beautiful you mean cringing my skin off, then I totally agree, man. That was gorgeous. Uh, I think this episode deserves a uh... buckle up, cowboys. Oh man, you can't even you can't even let me do the intro before you get into that <laughs> nasty stuff. You can't even let me say hello and welcome to the Shonen Tapes. You're listening to Kevin and Sean Shonen Pants. We've been on an improvement binge lately where we're trying to make shows that much better. If this is your first time listening, make sure you subscribe if you're enjoying what you're hearing. We're on any major podcast platform, so make sure you tune in every week. Every Wednesday, we come out with a new episode. We're also on social media, really active on TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Kind of gets our leftovers. We are also chatting it up constantly in Discord, where you get to vote in future episodes. You get to do matchups of the week. We got some cool video game stuff coming up. Speaking of, we got a Smash uh, tournament on december 10th again if you do want to be a part of that make sure you do join the discord and if you want some extra episodes if you're a constant listener and one episode a week isn't enough for you go check out the patreon and see what additional options you have there waiting for you oh there's a lot Woo! kevin the plug god kevin the plug god that's your new nickname kevin the plug, plug god. god thank you Thank you. I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing, but I'll take it. No, nah, dog. You, 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 you love. You, you, you can plug it. You know what I'm saying? Plug it in. Plug it in. All right, let's. <laughs> <sighs> Something wrong with you, brother? Be real. <laughs> um. Oh. So you've been watching the World Cup lately, Sean? Um. I mean, when 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 Ghana lost to Uruguay, I, I uh, just uh, I turned it off. You know, yeah, yeah. I, I need I need a few I need a few weeks to like maybe like a week to like recuperate, and then I'm mm-hmm. gonna come back and I'm a root for South um, South Korea. You know, didn't, or Iran? Is Iran still playing? No, no, no. I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure South Korea already got knocked out too. Oh, they got knocked out. Oh, damn, damn. Because I, I was I was I was yeah, they lost because they lost four one to Brazil. Um, damn. Brazil's looking strong. And, Brazil's uh, probably going to win the World Cup. Unfortunately, Japan also got knocked out. Damn. Which was which is a bummer. I saw the funniest thing on Twitter. Everybody being like, "Yo, Blue Lock isn't real." Blue Lock, because everybody was like, "Blue Lock is real." Blue Lock is real. <laughs> like <that's, laughs> that. Blue that Lock is me, definitely not real. <laughs> listen, not only not only did that make me want to watch the show, but you guys just spamming our socials, telling me to watch Blue Lock, convince me. Like y'all. Tweeting on every tweet under every TikTok comment, like watch Blue Lock, Kevin, watch Blue Lock. All right, all right, fine. I'll I'll watch the stupid show. I hope I like it. 
I think it's I like so it. dope because like it's like this program because they're trying to like make the next like big striker in Japan, yeah. and like they're like saying that like Japan is like too like friendly or um, friendly to play yeah. like really good soccer. It's so good. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's good. It's like hunger games with soccer. It's interesting. <laughs> I'll I'll definitely take that into consideration. And to Japan's defense, though, they actually tied the game one one. But they lost in penalties. But they did make it out of the group stage, which is more I can say for Iran. Unfortunately, Iran got destroyed. They were close, though. They were pretty close. Um, it, for me, it was like a lose-lose. Because obviously, I was rooting for America, brother. And I was rooting for Iran, you know? And they faced mm-hmm. each other, and it was like a like a whoever wins moves on. So I'm like, damn. Like the I mean, America, America got knocked off, too. Oh, yeah. Now they're just... <laughs> <laughs> completely crushed them. Like, obliterated dog like block is, is real for netherlands dog because they were killing it dog yeah i don't know i don't know if blue lock is like a thing i don't know if that's like a, a tactic if it's a form or if it's a power so like I, I feel like i'm not in the know here it's like an institution that like train it just watch the show <laughs> all right all right all right all right, all right, all right. <laughs> Well, how about we jump into the meat here? Meatza. I want to, first off, I'm going to acknowledge that we've been doing a lot of improvement tapes lately. So you might take a step back and be like, you know, who the hell do these guys think they are? Just want this waltzing on in trying to improve everything. And you may have a point, but in the same light, I feel like we have really good suggestions when we do these kinds of episodes. And I feel like the ideas we come up with are fire. Fire! They are fire. <laughs> they are they are a bit fire. Uh. So I'm thinking, okay, let's do another improvement tape. I'm I'm kind of having fun with these. Mm-hmm. And the thing that comes to mind is probably, and I'm, you're not going to get much of this this episode, but I'm I'm a server right now. Okay, what needs improvement is probably one of the most overrated shows of all time. Okay. Boo. What, Boo. what needs improvement? Listen, listen. I'm, I got, I got to get it out of my system right now. What needs improvement is just like the biggest ball of cheese you could imagine. Just imagine a full pizza with six different kinds of cheese melted in with extra cheese drizzled on top. We're talking about Cowboy Bebop today, okay? Because man, all right. Like respect to the show for. Essentially getting more Westerners involved into anime. You know, I, I will give it credit for doing that. Um, I will give it credit for its kind of push into making anime a little more mainstream. But looking back on it, I'm just like, well, why did it do that? Because I don't think the show was special at all. It had a great theme song. It had an interesting concept. But I think it dropped the ball in just so many different ways. So... There it is. I got it out of my system. You guys know how I feel about it. Sean actually likes the show. Go ahead, Sean. Tell, tell I, me how you feel about the show. So I love Cowboy Bebop. It's one of the animes that I started watching when, like, I like this. You know, once I started like really discovering anime that was like a whole form of different media and in the other side of the world. Then I started watching it, and when I feel like I feel like when I was a kid, I just thought it looked cool, and then as I got older, I really like. This, I really thought about some of the themes that they were trying to tell me, what the sh- the story was about, and it was so like 
it was depressing, but it was fun at the same time, if that makes any mm. sense. You know? And I think that there's not a lot of shows that hit you in the feels like Cowboy Bebop, unless it's like they're trying to hit you. Like, unless it's like one of the, like a, a drama or something. But this is like a space western, and it really hits you in your feels. If you think about the themes, and if you think about how empty the characters are and how sad they are, it's like depressed. It's like really sad, you know, how they're stuck in the past. And, you know, that's Cowboy Bebop, and I love it. But everything can be improved. I, I agree, man. For sure, I agree. Sad. And sad is what I agree with. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Let's get into the specifics, though, okay? Um, I think overall, my biggest improvement for the show would be the dialogue and do you ever watch it's, it's gonna be it's gonna be out of the blue but do you ever watch gilmore girls you ever seen any episodes of that or clips of the show oh yeah i mean i got two sisters yes you've seen it, i've right? seen gilmore girls yeah gilmore girls falls into the same like circle with Thank dialogue you being a friend no, no, no we're that's not golden that. girls let's go we're not doing, that. We're not doing we're <laughs> traveling around the road and back no, no, no. again can you shut the hell up what are you doing? So Gilmore Girls is the one with the with the single mom and the daughter, Rory. Have you seen that yeah. one? Yes. Okay. Yes. So they fall into the same issue that, that Cowboy Bebop does. And it's like, I don't know if it was just like dialogue was just funny this way, but they don't pause in between their sentences and they just like speak really fast sometimes. So they'll be like, mm-hmm. well, what's going on, Charlene? It's like, oh, I don't know. I do know. Well, I'm, I'm just here. School is out next week. And they, they, just, they just talk like really fast after another and i feel like without much thought given to it it feels like they're just reading lines and i feel like the same thing can be said for cowboy bebop where it's not necessarily reading fast but just like sort of like reading the lines without putting much emphasis into it like <laughs> we did a cowboy bebop tape okay it was a it was a really contentious one back back way back when what episode was that do you remember sean remember what episode was the cowboy bebop tape because it, um, it was probably I, in our, it was probably in our teens right i think i'm pretty sure it was in our like it was like Honestly, it was like I think it was like twenty. Let me look it up. No, no, no. episode fifty-three. It was episode 53? fifty-three. That was the Cowboy Bebop tape. Okay, so podcast was in a much different place at that time. We now can have much more civil conversations. So that's that's what that's what we're bringing to you today. But there was a scene in it where the guy's like, "Hey, uh, <laughs> what are you doing here, Spike?" And then Spike's just like, "Where's what's the girl's name, Faye?" He's like, "Where's Faye?" Where's Faye? And yeah. He's, and, and he's like, "I don't know. You just missed her." And he goes, "Oh well," just walks away. And it was that was the scene. That was the whole freaking scene. Like like Spike's legit reaction to him. Like as soon as he finished saying you just missed her, he goes, "Oh well," and walks away. And I'm like, "What a weird scene. Like what a weird You, you know what I mean with that, right? I, like, I know I'm, what you mean because I don't know if you ever watched like Grey's Anatomy and like Scandal, but like there Yeah. Yeah, the dialogue is like that too. And it's just a stylistic dialogue like a lot of different shows do but i think the reason that cowboy bebop does it is because if you've ever watched like those old like detective noirs they do speak kind of weird you know and i think it's so it's purposely done but it's not just that he speaks weird it's just that nobody gives thought into what they're saying it seems like it really does not feel like a real conversation ever 
I think that's what makes current anime so good because they put a lot of thought and emotion into what they're saying and doing. And I don't know if it's just because voice actors maybe um, just like see art differently than they did back in the day. Maybe they just thought it translated more so to the screen or maybe it was because of the editing. I can't really put my finger on why, but it doesn't feel like a real conversation ever. So what I would what I would have done to make Cowboy Bebop better, or if they're ever going to come back out and do like a remastered version of it, is exceedingly change the way the characters speak to each other. Because it's so goofy, it's so quick, and it's so just corny. It's just corny overall. Like I, I, I feel like I never heard Spike really lay back and say something insightful. Spike's entire personality is just how can I be difficult? How can I sit there and just make fun of things and just be a dingleberry you know what i'm saying he's he's that kid in class i swear spike is that kid in class where you just want to be like dude shut up you're not funny nobody cares about you and you're not as cool as you think you are he just bothers me so much and and, and half of it's because of his dialogue the other half is because of his personality but i'm about to go on a rant here so i'm gonna I mean, reel it back a little I, bit i will i will push back a little bit just type in spike spiegel um that call him spike lee again i always call him spike lee spike, spike spiegel, spiegel. Spike yeah. Spiegel best die or best quotes. And there's literally poetic quotes and like you'll see like a pages of poetic quotes from Spike. So I just think it's the way he was saying it that you are are, are annoyed by, but like what he's a lot of things that he said were kind of like poetic sounding, like I see the past in one eye in the future and other. Like that's Stupid. dope, dude. That's that's poetic as fuck. I know. I get what you're saying. Real people wouldn't talk like that. It's definitely Gilmore Girls speak. Well, that's our new. That's our new. That's our new. <laughs> yes, Rory, I love that. Rory, you need to go to college. <laughs> Why, mom? Why would I go to college? Why would I do that? <laughs> And then the stupid douchebag boyfriend who's dating the mom comes in and he's like, Whoa, I just want to serve coffee. Oh, Shut the hell up. Do not watch that show. For those of y'all that have not seen it, do not watch horrible. The wife is rewatching it, so I'm forced to listen to it in the background, and it just like just triggers me. That's funny how you watch that and you're like, you know what? This is like cowboy beep. <laughs> Dead ass. Dead ass, dude. Tell oh me I'm wrong. Gosh. Uh, but like we're gonna call we're gonna call uh, we, uh, strange speech patterns from now on Gilmore Girls speak. <laughs> I love that. I love that for us. <laughs> okay. Um, I think what I would do to improve um, Cowboy Bebop, and I, I say this by saying I love Cowboy Bebop. I love the way they did it, but I would include more scenes with the Syndicate. Sure. Yeah, more scenes with the syndicate, and then honestly, I would show more scenes with Spike, the flashback with him in the syndicate doing yes. crimes. You know what I'm saying? So you can feel more conflicted because honestly, you like Spike. Even if like, even though Kevin, you're like annoyed at Spike, you like him though. Like as as a character, he's like a good main character. Like he's a guy you- that you close, close. I almost like Spike. What I do, I like, I like his fighting ability um and i like his ruthlessness when he fights and that's it it starts mm-hmm. and ends there i don't like anything else about him so to be honest I, I if i had to pick if i liked him or not i, I really would say no but i see why people do like him in the yeah. same sense but yeah he's a likable main character and something i like about 
anime is when they make you really like a character, but then they show you their past and you're like, oh mm-hmm. shit, they did all that. And it makes you feel conflicted. I feel like they needed to show us because they kind of were like, oh, like Spike, he yeah. kind of alluded to the, his past that he did like some bad stuff in the syndicate. But I would really want to see some of the bad stuff that he did, like maybe him torturing someone that owned the syndicate money or something. Something yeah. that makes us like feel conflicted on like why we like Spike. And I think that would add a little bit more to his character. And then it would also. It would also make you feel, make it feel more earned for his ending on how he like um, kills Vicious or how he, when he fights Vicious and then he like kills him, but then he also dies. Very confusing. It's like open-ended, but like it'd feel more earned a little bit, you know? Yeah. And like getting his, his ending. That bleeds into my next point. So I'm going to just combine our points real quick. I mm-hmm. feel like the main story, right, being about the syndicate wasn't focused enough. It felt very monster of the week, you know, but mm-hmm. like every and it wasn't even monster of the week. It was like monster. Uh, yeah, 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 monster of the week, because every week there'd be a new episode and there'd be a new challenge they had to face. And it's cool sometimes. But a lot of the times I'm like, this would be filler in other shows. Yeah. You know, you, you focus three episodes on mushrooms, right? Three, three mm-hmm. whole episodes on, on them finding mushrooms. And it's just like, there was no real point to that. There was no big payoff. They just figured out a way to, to do mushrooms. Or the episode where like an alien invaded and they had to figure out what the alien was. And it's just like, I would have much rather seen those episodes be spent on the main story. If you want to make like a side story in the middle of your story, like it's okay, you can do that. But mm. I feel like they had to have, like make it work in a better way, and I don't think Cowboy Bebop did a good job of that at all. It felt like a lot of the episodes, like y- you could have a roulette wheel spinning, and you know throw a ball in it, right? Or maybe a dartboard and throw a dart at it. And any episode you pick, like there's a really good chance that that episode has nothing to do with the main story at all. Yeah, and that, and I think that is kind of like the style of how anime was in the '90s and uh, early 2000s for most shows like that weren't like you know shown in like dragon ball z and stuff like that it was very like every episode was like different it was very um procedural almost you know and then they had a connecting story but you know usually about a bunch of the episodes like weren't really connected and um i think a good way that you could do that is you know if any of the audience has watched how to get away with how to get away with murder Yes. They have different, yes. like each episode is a different case, so it could be like a different like bounty hunter case. But there's a lot they like put in a lot of the main story in each episode. Every so single like, episode, mm-hmm. so it is very like a different case or like different monster of the week, if you want to per se. But you f- still feel like you're getting something new each episode, and I think yeah. if they if Cowboy Bebop ever comes back to like help the new tiktok mind i feel like they should incorporate this in their episodes if they ever wanted to you know bring back bring it back to improve upon what cowboy bebop is you know i i couldn't agree anymore and how to get away with murder it does a fantastic job of doing new episodes and focusing on new stories while still sort of relating it back um, and mm-hmm. they sort of fit into that like mystery, not really detective, but lawyers, legal. I mean, close enough. It's close uh, enough. Yeah, close that's enough, why. That's why I brought it up. 
An- yeah. Another good one too is Dexter. You know, Dexter is a show you and I both watched and loved, but they do that too. You know, they focus on mm-hmm. brand new things every episode, but they still they don't have a they don't have an overarching thing. They have an overarching one like per season, I guess, which is a little different. Mm-hmm. But then again, so did How to Get Away with Murder. But just kind of leading back to it, it just felt like uh, with Cowboy Bebop, there wasn't just enough focus and attention on the main story that needed to be told with the syndicate. I didn't care. I didn't care at all about the syndicate because like it was it felt like such an afterthought. And then by the mm. time we got to the end and there was supposed to be this big payoff, I literally couldn't care less. I was like, I don't know anything about this. I, I barely know what's going on. You've told me, but not well enough. So mm. just, I think better storytelling. You know, they, they could take a lot of, they could take a lot of, and you hear me say this all the time. Y'all hear me say this like every other week. They could take a lot of notes from how Naruto did it. The way Naruto storytells is just supreme. The way they they character build, the way they give backgrounds and make the backgrounds actually meaningful and matter, um, mm-hmm. that actually does bleed into my next point, with which is which is the characters themselves. Um, they're empty. The characters. I mean, that's the that, point. <laughs> that's the point, though. But why is that interesting? Why is it interesting to have a cast of main characters that are empty? And I don't mean empty as in aimless. I mean empty as in they don't matter. Why do we care about Faye? She's just difficult the entire time. She figures out about her past and then really doesn't do anything about it. Right? Am I remembering that correctly? Um, I think you are remembering correctly, but it's kind of... So I would say this just to defend Cowboy Bebop for a minute. It's yeah. they they have Seinfeld syndrome where Seinfeld was literally called a show about nothing. It yeah. was literally there's literally no solution to Seinfeld. They're just like kind of horrible people. That's kind of a point for Cowboy Bebop. It, they're horrible people, um, likable but horrible, and they're aimless. And like that's I think that's what's making you be like they're empty because they are empty. There's like kind of there's Seinfeld there's the Seinfeld syndrome there's like there's nothing going in going for them and honestly the show I feel like the show wouldn't be Cowboy Bebop if it ended in a satisfying way for any of them you're supposed to feel kind of like oh uh, like what like they didn't get what they wanted the only person that kind of got what they wanted was Spike because he killed Vicious but like he still died you know just it just feels so pointless man it feels so point the whole thing felt so pointless it was i when i when i watched that show it felt like i watched a lot of filler with a side story that was supposed to be the main story with an unsatisfying ending so that's why when people are like oh man cowboy bebop that is the guy look back i'm like w- literally what the hell are you talking about what are you like what are you talking about i wouldn't put this in the 50 greatest anime of all time i really wouldn't like Dang. I, I wouldn't. Okay. I this this show and like I I don't I don't really, I don't even think I'm being a hater right now. I think it's like objectively bad, and that's like a really subjective thing to say. No, I feel like a lot of people have your your point of view on Cowboy Bebop now, and it, it's just because like the landscape of anime has changed a whole so much. lot. Yeah. Um, and I feel like if you're not really into the themes of the Cowboy Bebop, and you're you're in it just for like I just wanted like a a narrative where it's just like you get a payoff at the end and it's like you're you're not gonna get anything out of cowboy it's it's not just that i think it's it's a 
a victim of when the show actually came out. I yeah. think one one thing you can for certain, whether you like Cowboy Bebop or whether you don't like Cowboy Bebop, right? Whether I'm making you mad right now or whether you're just nodding your head agreeing with me, I think one thing we can absolutely agree on is that Cowboy Bebop is a casualty of the time the show came out in. So yeah. I think if you watched it when it was when new episodes were coming out or like when they just had recently come out, you it was much more forgiving. Right, we always talk about shows that we go back and watch, like Keenan and Kel. Right, I used to think mm-hmm. that was the funniest thing ever. Nickelodeon, right? Go back, watch it. And it's just like, oh, this is really silly, but I thought this was hilarious back in the day. Why? One, I was younger. Two, it made sense for the time. Um, still a great show, still fantastic, and I still like will defend Keenan and Kel of like forever. Shout out to the SNL skit that they just did recently too. It was great seeing mm-hmm. them back together. Um, but I think that that's kind of where Cowboy Bebop lies. Another one is like Ronin Warriors. I liked that when I was a kid, you know, but I'm sure if I went back and watched Ronin Warriors a little bit, I'd be like, well, this is horrible. Right? Like, yeah, I definitely somewhat agree with you. Um, there's a lot of stuff in Cowboy Bebop that's a, t- uh, you know, a, a matter of the times. Like, you know, anime was very different when Cowboy came out in like, what, 2000 or 2001 or whatever it came out. Yeah. So yeah, I definitely well, agree. If diving into it though, because this is called the improvement tape, and like how I would improve some of these things. Mm-hmm. Um, going back to the characters real quick, I think I would I would give the characters a little more satis. I don't even want to say satisfying endings. Just like make them find themselves more, and make that have to do with the story more. Because I feel like we found out about like why the characters are the way they are, and then they didn't change really much of anything about themselves. So. You know, the whole point of an arc is to, you know, be different than where you first started. Not just mm-hmm. be the exact same, but now we know your background. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And um, I think what I would do to improve it, and I get what you're saying. I think it's meant to be unsatisfying, but like again, I feel like in this in this in this landscape, I feel like you can't tell stories that way anymore. You know? But you're, um, you're, say- you're saying it's meant to be unsatisfying as if it's supposed to be this open-ended, like, the entire show is supposed to be open-ended. Like, is, is that kind of what you're alluding to? Like, that's, like, the genius well, of it? Well, the show is be- kind of open-ended, but no, the, the genius is that they are trying to escape their past, and then when they're confronted with their past, they can't really escape it. That's the, that's the, point, of the, sh- that's the point of the show. Okay. Shrug. um i think just more clues about julia because i feel like they give us like glimpses of again the of the past but i think i think i want to know more about julia because bike is so obsessed with her so i feel like give me a few more few episodes about julia and then also, I think Faye should like Faye should have turned to the dark side or joined a syndicate or something. I think that would have been really interesting. That wouldn't have felt real though. In the same time, you think? Yeah, I don't think that would have felt real. I mean, I think it would have been made an interesting story though. I don't know if it would make it better, but I think people would have enjoyed because people always enjoy a dark turn, you know. Yeah, I mean, I I almost would have preferred who's the main the main big guy, Jet Black. I I wish he turned evil. I think it would have made more sense for him because nah. nobody would have seen that shit. Nobody would have seen that shit coming. Yeah, no one would have seen that shit coming. 
Um, yeah. If you're going to do that. Did you, Were you kind of rooting for Spike and Faye to be together? A little bit, honestly. Uh, I was too. And, and I feel like they alluded to it at the end when, like, she was going to go face vicious and then Faye was crying for him not to go. Yeah. And then... So I feel like they like left in like it was like very emotional and it's like okay like I feel like this is a scene where it's like Julius is past but Faye could be his future but he kind of yeah. just like walked away from his future. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or Faye could be his present and he walked away from like what could his present could to just die in the past. Yeah, exactly. You know. Which <laughs> Kevin's like rolling his eyes. <laughs> Shut up. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying, you guys. I'm, I'm really am trying this fucking show. Oh, my God. I think I, I will say, though, like of all of their backgrounds, I did find Faye's most interesting. Um, how she used to be somebody different and completely lost her memory and everybody she knew and loved is dead. I think that's mm-hmm. really cool. I think she probably had the most interesting story of all of them. And I wish they expanded on that and made it meaningful. What if she like was somebody important? What if she had ties to the syndicate? Right? Then that would have backed up your story a little more. Like to yeah. how she could turn and she'd be like, Oh crap, like I'm a distant relative or I have a fortune lying here for one reason or another. I think that would be really cool. And characters too, like Ed. Ed is the worst character of anything I've, I've ever seen. Like, the most over-the-top, dramatic... Like, Ed is what you see when... You ever see those TikToks where it's, like, how boomers think Gen Zs should talk in shows? Yes. And yes. their lines are all, like, a book? What's this? Like, how do I... How do I... What's the passcode? And they just do this dumb stuff, and they pretend, like... That's how Cowboy Bebop wrote Ed. And it was just, like, the most silliest ridiculous over the top and not even enjoyable like i i found everything with ed just like very cringy mm-hmm. um and i just was not about it at all so i think if you made ed you could keep the silliness a little bit but make ed make sense you know like i, I feel like ed didn't make sense a lot of the time and i was just, just kind of struggling to understand her thought process it is a girl yeah. right Ed is a girl. It's a girl, yeah. Ed's a girl. So I completely understand everyone's complaints about Ed. When I watched Cowboy Bebop as a kid, that was the person I like, you know, related to. I was like, oh, like, cool. Like, it's a kid in space, too. Like, you know, I want to be a kid in space. But as I got older, that's why Ed's a, there's a place of special place in my heart for Ed. But I get that she's like annoying, you know? I couldn't think of a single redeeming thing about Ed. (laughs) I like. Honestly, if they were if they were to redo Cowboy Bebop, just get rid of Ed. I, I don't even think you could turn that character into like somebody to bring back and make more interesting. Just get rid of Ed. Uh, yeah, I get I get that. But what like, did Ed do uh, for the story? It was like their their the, they like the child they had to take care of. I guess I guess that makes sense a yeah. little bit. She 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 made little Sean Shonen pants happy. I don't care. I don't care about Sean Shonen pants. His twisted minds actually enjoy Ed. What's? I think overall, though, the show I would have found the show way better because, like, I sit here and I think, and I watched the show recently. Right, I missed the boat back in the day, and we had an episode on it. Like I said, back in the fifties, fifty three, I think it was. Yeah, so it was probably like twenty twenty one or late twenty twenty. 
Yeah, yeah. It was yeah. yeah around that time. And I'm struggling to like really remember the the main story with the syndicate. You know, like that's think about how bad it is where I watch your show from front to end and your show is so kind of pointless that I don't even like fully grasp and retain what the point of the whole syndicate thing was. I just knew he had beef with some dude. That's it. That's it. And they showed like brief flashbacks and I remember Julia's story. So I think like to to improve the show, if they were to like redo it in any sort of way possible, maybe make it so that Spike survived at the end. And then have like a part two. Wouldn't that be kind of cool? Would you like that? Or or do you would you rather his story end there? I think his story needed to end. I feel Why like some though? stories should be just fi- um just should have an ending. I think that was that was good. You don't it was think a, a good part, ending that- a, a part two of Cowboy Bebop just done right where he ends up with Faye. You don't think that would be cool? He ends up with Faye and then the, the band gets back together for the syndicate's new something something. You know, and then they gotta but they gotta the syndicate is vicious. I mean not really, but like I, I just think like his whole point of the story was to mm. get revenge on uh, on vicious. Mm. And he did. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like even if he was still alive, it wouldn't make sense to do Cowboy Bebop again because like they all kind of went on their separate ways. Unsatisfyingly though. <laughs> right? Were you were you satisfied with anybody's ending? Yeah, I mean I was a little bit, but I think thematically I was supposed to be a little unsatisfied. Like it felt earned that I was supposed to feel that way. So do you think if they came back and redid it or did a part two, do you think that would translate today? No. I mean, yeah, it would tra- it would translate today, but I feel like it wouldn't be Cowboy Bebop. Okay, so let me ask you. Let's say the show comes back, what would you do different? Would you would just, you want a, a brand new set of characters? If the show, okay, if they ever did a Cowboy Bebop Part 2, mm-hmm. I think it should have a brand new set of characters. The syndicate should still be a thing, mm-hmm. but it should be a whole a brand new band of like bounty hunters. Maybe like Ed when he's like older and like less annoying. And hey, he like, or he she? Have his, You're she, confusing I don't me know. She, fuck it, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Both. I thought it was a girl. I'm confused now. I'm pretty sure it's a girl. Um, but she could have her own like adventures and stuff like that. And maybe she's trying to find, maybe she's trying to find the old crew again. Maybe she's trying to find spike, you know, Ooh, but to I get think the gang back together for some reason, the gang back together, but she has her own gang. So it's like, you have your own present. Why are you still looking to the past kind of thing? I think, I don't think that spike Spiegel would could should have a part two. Because I think it was it it made sense that he died, getting getting his revenge, mm-hmm. you know. So then, so then, okay. So then, for you, if if given the options of going back in time and redoing the show or having a part two, which would you pick then? Because it sounds like you're you're leaning towards redoing bits of the show and just making it better, not even having a part two. I'm yeah. In my in my opinion, I think they should just go back and then like kind of like remaster like hunter hunter did that like they remastered it from the 90s in 2011 but they didn't redo the story did they they just they, like, didn't, they, they didn't redo the story they just kind of like spruce up some parts but i think they should they should do that no well, I, I don't i don't think you could do that with bebop because the, the whole thing was like that 
You know what I'm saying? Like, there's not, it's not like you can go in and like fix little parts. You'd have to just either remake the entire show or do a part two or build a time machine and fix it in the first place. Yeah. I don't know. Actually, a part two might be cool though, but like with ho- a whole brand, brand new cast of characters, I think that one might be cool. You it would be kind of cool. Spirit, the spirit of Cowboy Bebop, but like yeah. be more for like our times. So and he could be, lo- yeah. and maybe Spike could be like constant and the whole crew could be constantly referenced you know yeah. so it's like you know okay so so one thing that game of thrones does a good job of is a very prominent almost main character dies in season one and the show goes on for like six seasons it goes on for a very long time it spans over a lot of years but they talk about him so much that he feels like he's still there he feels like a main he still like at the end of the show he felt just as much of a main character as he did in season one which i found insane so if they mm-hmm. did a part two maybe they could kind of do that with spike and make him feel like a main character. Maybe Faye. Um, I guess you're saying Ed could be in the show. I'd prefer Ed. Mm-hmm. He's never seen again. Um, <laughs> I, I don't think I would want a part two, to be honest. I think if I, if it was up to me, and I had a time machine, I would go back and redo the show, and I would just fix those points. But then again, like, why... I'm, now I'm saying it out loud, why would I do that? Because it did what the show needed to do, and it introduced anime into like the Western world and it really popularized it so i guess i wouldn't touch it but for my own selfish benefit if i were to make improvements i would say fix the dialogue and make them seem like they're actually just talking to each other rather than just splurting out lines that was written for them uh give the main story more meaning and focus do less filler episodes overall and then give the characters more satisfying filling not just outcomes, but make their stories matter. I want to know their backgrounds, and I want them to make the right decisions in the future, not just make just still silly decisions. <laughs> that makes me feel like the unsatisfied feeling that Sean's kind of talking about. But mm-hmm. that would that would be that would ultimately be my pick. I think the show is really close to being good thematically. It was it was on point, like Space Cowboy. I, I loved seeing him fight. It would be cool to see actually more fight scenes with Spike because he was a great mm-hmm. fighter. It was very. He was a really good fighter. Yeah, he always felt very like uh, crafty, scrappy. There we go, scrappy. He's a scrappy fighter, right? He is a scrappy fighter, and scrappy fighters are fun to watch. So fun to watch. Just more scrappy fight scenes from Spike would be, would have been amazing. Mm-hmm. And okay. Then make Spike and Faye end up together. I was rooting for them. I feel like he hated Cowboy Bebop because he didn't get Faye then. No. I hated Cowboy Bebop for like a hundred reasons, and that could be like one of them, sure. <laughs> All right. Um, one of the questions I wanted to ask is if you could take an anime character from another universe to improve this universe, who would you pick? Okay. Another do you have an answer for that? Because I feel like you have an answer already. Yes, I have an answer. Okay. Levi Ackerman. Levi Ack, oh come on! I don't, you know what? No, I don't like that answer. Why? He he could be like he could be, like he could be the best friend of Vicious and Spike, and he could still be in the Syndicate, or he could be a person that escaped the Syndicate too, and then he could like join, like he could have beef with Spike, and then after and they they could be like doing some inner fights, and then after a while they're like, all right, like let's take down vicious together i think the last thing the show needs is another person with just a void personality 
You think they need more personality? I think they need more personality. I, I he fits in, but he almost fits in too well. That's why I don't like the pick. I like the pick because he fits in really well. <laughs> but then again, I like the show. You don't, so that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. I think the show needs a character with a higher range of real emotion and less stubbornness. I feel like the sh- the cast was just incredibly stubborn through and through, and there was nobody to really ground them. The the closest guy that came, what, what was the main the the big dude's name? Tony. Jet Black Tony Tony <laughs> Tony Tony the Tony the Butcher. Um, Jet Black, sure. He was close. He was close to sort of leveling them, but even him was was very stubborn. I feel like shows present day do a really good job of making okay one character the stubborn one, another character the emotional one, another character just like the the rooted the really grounded one, but doesn't have much stake in the story. And if you're ever feeling too much of one thing from one character, you can kind of side with another character. You know, if if you're feeling like the Leaf Village was wrong, you can kind of side with Sasuke a little bit. If you feel like everyone just should stop fighting and get along, then you like Sakura. And you just, you had something to go through. And I think what Cowboy Bebop doesn't do a good job of is that all the characters felt like they were all just very, very stubborn in their own ways. And it was a little frustrating to watch because I, I, f- I never felt like I had a home base. And somebody I could be like, yeah, okay, I like this character because I like the way they're handling this situation. So I think Kenshin Hamura from Moroni Kenshin would have been an excellent character to to put into this. Because for those of y'all that haven't seen the show, he's very laid back. He has a side to him where he can get pissed off and just become a cold-blooded killer. But if people are freaking out and screaming and you know being really stubborn with each other, he was always like, have his hands up. The little the little thing where his eyes are just closed, squinted upwards a little bit. His sweat's coming down from his neck. And he's like, oh, okay, guys, like let's calm down now. It was funny. It was funny the way he did it. And I felt like I can imagine a badass swordsman like him being in Cowboy Bebop, right? Fighting the way that they fought. He would fit in in that sense. And then also from an emotional standpoint, when everyone's being stubborn and trying to bite each other's heads off, he could have been kind of like the grounded one to be like, all right, guys, like, let's chill the hell out and just sort of root everybody. I think, I think he would have been a really cool fit into the show. Yeah, I can like you see that? that? I can definitely see that. That's actually you know I mean? a really good answer, yeah. Just just picture just picture everybody screaming and then imagine Kenshin smiling with his eyes closed and sweat coming down from his head. <laughs> you know? It's <laughs> just like come, come on guys, like let's not fight. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I get that, I and get then that, I get that. and the the role he would fulfill in the show is obviously you can't make his fighting skills as good as Spike. So Spike would have to be the superior fighter, but make him like just almost as good. So make him like a Vegeta to his Goku and then make it so that, you know, there are scenes where Spike has to move on and then Kenshin goes on and he's like, I'll stop them here. Like you go on, you do what you need to. Like he fills that role of like, I'm your homie. Like I got you. I actually really like that a lot. I really like that a lot. It also almost fills it that role more better than uh, Levi would fill that role. Yeah. Um, I also think, and I know you're going to disagree with this, I think Azuka Midoriya would be a good Ed. Like He, he would be a great that. Ed. No, 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 no I agree with you. He would be a really good Ed, yeah. Dude, I think he would yes. be a really good Ed. Actually, I like that a lot. And that, those that don't know, everyone knows usually, because everyone's pretty much seen or knows about this, but Azuka Midoriya is from My, uh, My Hero Academia, of course. So, yeah. Yeah. 
No, he would. I would have much preferred something like him. Maybe like a little slightly younger version where he needs to be taken care of a little more because Midoriya yeah. can kind of handle his own. But yeah, that that's a that's a good pick, dude. Thanks, man. Thanks, man. And he's smart wow. and thinky. I yeah, feel like it makes more sense. <laughs> oh, he's so thinky. That's the thing. He's very thinky. <laughs> when people when people come up with a Zuko Midoriya, they're like, oh, the thinky guy, the the guy that the think think. <laughs> think think. Exactly. <laughs> All right, I, I hope, listeners, man, I, I, I know, I hope I wasn't too hatery this episode. I don't, I don't think I was. I think, I think my criticisms were valid. Do you think they're I was too hatery? They're, va- you, honestly, they're very, they're good criticisms. Yeah. And I feel like you saved the hater, you did the hate, you hated a little bit in the beginning, but then you did some educational criticisms throughout the episode so i applaud you because you could have set the hair to raid and and been kevin the hater today but you weren't kevin the (laughs) hater you were kevin the educational criticizer you could have said kevin the educator instead of hater that would have had a much better ring to it (laughs) that's true that's true that's educator Ooh, the educ the educ hater Ooh. Oh, no. That's about to be my new Twitter handle, y'all. We out here. Educator. Educator. <laughs> I love that. I love that for us. All right, guys. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. If you're a huge fan of Cowboy Bebop, just just don't let your nostalgia get in the way a little bit. Like you know, <laughs> really, really think, really think about what we said. You know, yo, let that nostalgia in, baby. Don't, don't do it. Don't Let do that it. Remember, remember what I told show. you? Remember what I told you about the nostalgia glasses? Don't don't you ever forget those nostalgia glasses, okay? Sometimes you gotta take them off and see life for what it really is. But overall, you know, I am thankful to Cowboy Bebop for what it did for anime. And that's why I'm saying if I was given a time machine, I wouldn't touch it. I wouldn't touch the show. Because it did what it needed to do, right? So yeah. kudos. Kudos to that. With that being said, guys, thank you so much for tuning in. We come out every single Wednesday. We're extremely consistent. We would love more than anything for you guys to join our Discord. You can catch that in the link tree, which is the link to in all of our social media profiles. And it has the links to our YouTube, our TikTok, our Twitter, all the other podcast platforms that we show on, and the Patreon if you want to catch some more episodes. For those of you all that have subscribed to the Patreon, thank you so much. We love you. This just, you know, if we're ever feeling down and out if we feel like we're not growing fast enough or anything you know it's it's the amounts of listens to the normal episode it's the new subscribers to the patreon it's the chatting in the discord and just everything that just makes us so happy um to to be doing this so just wanted to give a quick shout out thank you but if you haven't subscribed yet make sure you do so give us a rating too if you've been listening for a little bit but have not yet rated us on apple or on anything else and with that being said mr shonen pants do you have any parting words for the tapeworms? I'm going to need y'all to continue to tell this fool to watch Blue Lock. Thank you. <laughs> <Good night. laughs>